What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back, everyone, to the spotlight. It is time for our creator spotlight. And with us from WrestleIn, Karen RH. Karen, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for you for having me on. Uh, we appreciate you joining us, man. I, I was telling you off air, I'm a big fan of, of your work. I love the interviews that you do. I always try to make it a priority to listen when you drop them, get some get some articles. I love what you guys are doing at WrestleIn with the, not the news stuff. Uh, you just putting out opinions and then you've got the, the new Japan podcast as well, but tell everybody kind of what, what you're doing in the wrestling media space here. Yeah. I mean, there's so many guys that are so good at the news content, obviously yourself being at the top of the top of the food chain. Um, so, you know, I just, I knew so many talented people within wrestling that, you know, were good writers, good talkers, they had great opinions and it was just really creating a space where they could share those opinions. You know, they, I, I don't want to start listing names because I'll inevitably forget someone that I work with. But um, it's just such a diverse group of people with such a varied wrestling opinions. They watch so much different wrestling that I just wanted to provide a platform for them to get their stuff out there. <clears throat> no, where, where did you find those people uh, that you brought on to, to do wrestling with you? So we were part of a website before um, and things kind of went south. Uh, I won't point any fingers or mention any names. But, um, you know, some of us knew we had a good thing going and we all got on very well. And it's kind of like, okay, we want to keep this momentum going. Um, and I kind of just took the reins and said, okay, let me try and see if I can create a website. How difficult can it be? And it was obviously a lot more difficult than I figured. Um, and then the team just grew slowly and slowly. Like some people reached out to me because they followed me for like, you know, things like gifts and stuff like that. And then it was, you know, you've got people like Ryan Dilbert, who's been part of the wrestling community for so long and he's such a talented writer and he knows so many people and it just kind of uh barrel rolled from there and uh, uh, just kept on getting bigger and more and more people wanted to join and you've got the the goat molly bell who has written <laughs> for for wrestling i i mean people who don't know about the kind of the stuff that went down elsewhere i was really happy that molly was able to just you know, find find a home with you guys and now find a home on, on fightful and now wrestle talk um as far as I, I do want to ask about the the name wrestling because I love it for for two reasons. One, it is wrestling as an in, inn, like a bar and a tavern, and then wrestling like wrestling, but no no G. So how did you come up with with that name? It's literally I was sitting here like you know you've got wrestle zone, you've got wrestle. There's just so many things that start wrestling. I was like, okay, we need something that obviously makes us sound wrestling. And then it was just putting words at the end. And I was like, wrestling, you know, wrestling something, wrestling this, wrestling that. And I was like, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. I think I was saying wrestling so much that it stopped sounding like a word. And then I said wrestling. And it's funny you mentioned Molly because she was integral to the building of wrestling. 
um, she was the first person I was bouncing ideas off of and she loved the name and then I put it to a few other people and they liked it as well. So we just stuck with it. That's awesome. Yeah, Molly's great. It's really cool that uh, that she's getting work all over the place. Um, <clears throat> how uh, how long have you watched wrestling? Like, so like to, to get into it to where you want to uh, to cover it like this? So probably from like out of the womb, I've got an older brother um, by five years. So, you know, I grew up watching what he wanted to watch and he wanted to watch at the time WWF and Yachty era. So I watched WWF and Yachty era. Um, but then, like, you know, in my later years, uh, as I started to dive into it more, I discovered New Japan and fell in love with that and then discovered this whole other world of wrestling that I didn't know existed outside of America. Um, and then, you know, it just became, it, it was a hobby, obviously, just watching wrestling. Then I started getting involved in the, in the community on Twitter and things. I learned how to do GIFs. And then I realized, you know, I, I've always enjoyed writing as well. So I started off as just writing features for whoever I could. And then it just kind of went on from there. And then, um, you know, it's an excuse to express my love for wrestling at the end of the day. You're, you're big when it comes to the the New Japan. A lot of your interviews have been New Japan stars. You've got the the Noob Japan podcast. And you mentioned GIFs. I imagine you've dealt with New Japan there uh, in in some instances. What what has drawn you to just, just New Japan in general? I think so. My first experience was them was I was in an independent show. Um, and Shinsuke Nakamura was there as Rev Pro, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura was there, and I'd never heard of New Japan before, and he had this aura about him that just instantly drew me in. You know, he makes his entrance in his red leather jacket, he's kicking his, his feet, he's got the awesome entrance music at the time, um, and I kind of just fell in love with him from there, and then the thing that stuck with me was just how obviously different it is from the American production in terms of, you know, my favourite wrestler is Shibata, and obviously his whole gimmick is that he's pretty legit, and if he's going to hit you, he's going to hit you. Um, and I saw his match with Ishii at Wrestle Kingdom 9 or 10, and it was very much, a, okay, I'm going to, like, one of them would sit down, the other one would kick them in the back, then they'd switch positions. And it was just, let's see who's the, the bigger badass, and I'd never seen anything like that before. So I fell in love with it, and then, you know, discovered Noah and discovered old school, old, all Japan, and it's just this very real hard-hitting stuff, and I'm like, it, it's really what gets me in wrestling as opposed to, I love all the wrestling, but I'm more of a stiff guy, that sounds so wrong. <laughs> I enjoy the stiffer wrestling more than, say, the high flying aspects and things like that. Well, you mentioned two of my favorite New Japan wrestlers of all time, Nakamura and Shibata. Um, how what what's your feelings been since Shibata has come back? He's like testing the waters. Like it looks like he's going to make a full on return, but he's kind of like easing his way back into it. Yeah, I mean, when he showed up unannounced at the G One and uh, had the little five minute thing with Zack Sabre Junior. I was literally on my sofa watching it by myself. No one else was home and I was crying my eyes out. And I've never reacted like that to anything in my life before. Um, so it's just like a, a dream come true. Like he, it's amazing that it's happening. Like he should never be even teaching wrestling. Like he's lucky to be alive, obviously, let alone five years later to come back and have a wrestling match. Um, so of course I'm concerned as a fan that loves him so much of what he can and can't do, but nobody knows it better than himself. So at the end of the day, I'm just going to enjoy it whilst I can. The fact that he is back and that he is somehow miraculously wrestling again. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, it's, it's been so cool seeing him back. He was one of my favorites before he left. And he's one of those guys who had, like, this long career uh, beforehand and then, like, really started blowing up around the time that you're talking about. Like, he he was, like, a uh, like young boy all the way through. I mean, he had an MMA career, too, a short MMA career uh, at the beginning as well. So it's, like, 
I, I've been, it's been really cool to see that as a fan uh, for me too. And, and with Nakamura, any thoughts on like kind of what he's been doing the last few years since, you know, he's been with WWE, but obviously a different style, but like, you know, like a lot of people say he's getting, he had a really long career, also did some MMA and all that kind of stuff. And now it's like, to me, I just feel like, okay, it's cool. Like he's getting paid a lot of money. He gets to like, he gets to wrestle in front of, you know, a worldwide audience with the WWE. So I really don't have a problem, a problem with it, but I know a lot of like hardcore Nakamura fans are like, this isn't the real Nakamura. Yeah, no, I think I'd agree with you everything 100% you just said. Um, admit, I don't watch WWE at all. I think the last, yep. I, I flew over to Orlando for WrestleMania 33. And I think that was kind of my last hurrah. Um, I don't really think I've watched it much since. Uh, so I couldn't tell you what Nakamura is doing or has done since. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I love Nakamura. He, he was a different animal in New Japan compared to what I, the, when I was watching him in WWE. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like, good on him, you know, make his money. He seemed, he said multiple times that he's probably going to go back to Japan at some point. I think he wants to finish his career in New Japan. Um, so, you know, there's, no, there's nothing wrong for wanting to test himself on a grandest, the biggest stage and to test himself in front of a worldwide audience. Nakamura gets to surf. That's the thing, that's right? The that's, meme, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the meme. That's 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 what he wants to do. WrestleMania 33. Jesus, I, that was Roman and, and Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah. yeah, I was at that I also. So. Yeah, yeah so I'm at the Hardys came back. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That that place went. That was one of the biggest <laughs> pops I've ever experienced live. Like I was at WrestleMania 30 also. Like when when Danielson won the title and everything, and like that Hardy pop was like comparable to to like the WrestleMania 30 Danielson thing. That that was awesome. But then. At the end of WrestleMania 33, you know, we're all led to believe the Undertaker is retiring. And that was what, like the whole thing was based around. And then when he came back, I just felt like I was just kind of like we were all just kind of cheated that night, you know. And the match wasn't even good between Roman and Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't. I mean, that's one of the uh, detriments why I kind of moved away from WWE is just, you know, something like The Undertaker. They don't seem to just respect the history in a way. I suppose like you got a guy like Shawn Michaels had a perfect retirement and then he came back and tarnished it with that Saudi Arabia match, which, you know, even I saw and I don't watch WWE just because of how much controversy there was surrounding it. Um, whereas you get like not just New Japan, but the Japanese promotions in general, they in like use their history to progress their future and their current and they'll, you know, harken back to it and everything. Karen, tell us about the, uh, the Noob Japan podcast and what you're doing with that. Yeah, so the idea is I wanted to get some uh, content out there where I could speak rather than type. Um, and obviously, podcast is the easiest outlet. And I didn't want to just have a, another podcast where I just talk about what's going on in wrestling. There's so many people doing that, and some of them are really great. Some of them, not so much, of course. But there's a lot of choice out there if for what you want to listen to when it comes to something like that. So I wanted to offer something a bit different. And I know, you know, Japanese pro wrestling has never been more accessible and uh, more enjoyed by Western fans than it is now. But it can be difficult to get into still. Like, this, a whole new roster of people that you don't know their names, their moves, who they are. The factions are a big thing in Japan. So I wanted to kind of offer a, uh, an introduction to that. So each episode just focuses on a wrestler. Uh, there'll be someone on that knows a lot about the wrestler and someone on that tends to know not so much about the wrestler. And the two just have a discussion. Someone, you know, like try and teach each other like a teacher and student and explain you know who this person is and why they're great and why they should check them out um I had chris dickinson on a podcast and he spoke about shinya hashimoto and uh he spoke for an hour and he could have spoken for 10 hours um he his love of professional wrestling especially in japan is i think it's unmatched but yeah no it's really just a, an outlet and an introduction for fans to discover some new wrestlers 
<clears throat> yeah, I think you do a good job of that. Mentioning Chris Dickinson, uh, I saw on your uh, your page, you also got Carl Fredericks, Alex Coughlin, uh, those kind of guys who I know, <coughs> excuse, me, excuse me, mainly from uh, years of watching them on the independent scene. But of course, they do stuff with New Japan as well. And some of these guys like Dickinson, it's been well documented that COVID, like he was going to, he had a lot of eyes on him going into WrestleMania uh, weekend 2020. And that was going to be a big breakout year. Since then, he went to Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan Strong, all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess, uh, what's what are you looking for when you're looking for like interviews with these guys? Are you are you just trying to find like anyone with any link to New Japan that can just give you any kind of perspective on it, or, or kind of how do you choose who you're going to interview? Yeah, I mean, I obviously want to speak to people that I can comfortably speak to. You know, they, I'm sure there's people that uh, would be more than willing to do an interview, but I don't want to phone it in and be doing, you know watching matches for the first say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Time of someone I haven't known, I want to have a genuine interest in for that to come across in my interviews. Um, and New Japan is my bread and butter. It's what I know. It's what I love. Um, it's what I have an interest in. So I can have a genuine conversation, a bit excited about speaking to these people. Whereas as much as I would love to speak to someone from the independent scene, I might not know them and I don't want to, you know, them to mention something and I'm stuck in the mud because I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, so it's really just speaking to people that I can comfortably speak to and obviously I want to speak to. And that just happens to be New Japan. Is there is there a dream interview for you? And let's say we can use a translator here for, for some of these. I mean, I would joke that I wanted to interview Juice Robinson just so that I could ask what um, his entrance music says at the beginning, if you know his entrance <laughs> music, like no one knows. <laughs> but a more serious answer would probably be Shibata, of course, just because, as I said, he is my favorite. Um, when he does the interviews that are translated into English on New Japan's website, he just has a mind for wrestling, like seemingly few others do. Um, I'd say the same about Minoru Suzuki as well. He always has this great insight. But yeah, no, I'd definitely put Shibata on the top because, you know, he's had his career. He left New Japan. He's done MMA. He's had these ridiculous matches like against Akiyama where they just batter each other. Um, and then he becomes a student, a teacher and you've got these great wrestlers that he's trained up in the LA Dojo to now coming back. I think it's, um, it's, a, it's a story you can't really make up, which is often the case in pro wrestling when fiction blurs into reality. 
um, for him more than anyone. Yeah, I'd love to speak to him. Yeah, the the uh, <laughs> I remember like years ago. I can't remember exactly who all was living together, but I think at one time years ago it was like Shibata, Danielson. I think like Leoto Machida uh, from the UFC. They were all like living together and training together, like you know, 15, 20 years ago and stuff, which is just so wild to think about. It's just cool to be able to bring that kind of stuff up with, uh, you know, because a lot of the newer fans probably just don't even know a lot of this history. Um, I got a question for you, Kieran. So we got Wrestle Kingdom um, and all that stuff. Like, who who, who do you think, I guess, at the end of the day, if, in, if it was up to you, who would be the New Japan, uh, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion? Like, who do you think is the best person right now to, like, fully represent that company? Okada, I think it was. It had such a messed up start. Of course, Ibushi. It, no one wanted it for a start, and then it, the the burden is put on Ibushi, and then Ibushi loses it straight away to Osprey, which I never saw coming. And Osprey right. gets injured, and then Shingo takes the title, and Shingo done exactly what was needed. He had a steady reign. He was putting on great matches, but it was overshadowed by Okada bringing back the old title, and Osprey had the title as well, but it wasn't a real title. Yeah, but he never and, lost it, but it was all confusing. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. All, all that rubbish. Um, and you just needed someone to cut out all the crap and say, okay, this is your champion. You've got this one person. That's it. Job done. And, you know, considering who Okada is and everything, there's no one better for him than that. Uh, you could argue, you know, Tanahashi maybe, but just in terms of, you know, Okada is clearly the face of New Japan and will be, has been and will be for a, a long time now, whereas Tanahashi's obviously kind of, had his time in the sun and whilst i'm sure he'll be up there again he's obviously on the downwards trend now karen say something nice about evil <laughs> that's tough isn't it? He, he might he might be the least popular new japan champion ever like like nobody seemed to be down for that title i, I myself included uh. especially when for all these years it was like if anyone is going to break out from these guys it's going to be sonata and then like they yeah. went with evil first and everyone was like Wait a second. Why are they doing this? <laughs> oh God, I, I, it's, it, 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 it is just horrendous, isn't it? Like, it, the thing is, he can like the match with Ishii at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, you know, it starts off fine. Like, it's back and forth and everything, and then oh. it's just Dick Togo jumping and then you draw jumping and then Show jumping and the referee takes a bump and then the referee takes another bump and then the tie, you know, it's just non-stop and it's not the fun kind either. You know, like when a company goes all in on it and there's just loads of interference and everyone saves each other and stuff that can be great fun but it's never fun with evil in the house of torture it's it's awful i mean i know the pandemic didn't help new japan but man when they put that title on evil it just interest got killed for a lot of people uh my, myself included uh my last one here for you your, your interviews are called a drink at the end do you encourage your guests to to drink before or during the interview I always want to, but I never want to be like, you know, say like to Alex Coglin, be like, uh, okay, so for this interview, can you please be sat there with, you know, a bottle of beer or something like that? <laughs> I don't want to impose that on them. Um, I think ideally, you know, uh, I'm, I've got Rev Pro as my local independent promotion. Um, so hopefully eventually I can do something in person and I can buy the drink for them, which will be... <laughs> A lot less awkward than me saying, okay, can you go spend five pounds and get yourself a bottle of beer for this interview, please? <laughs> I would imagine some of them have got, got one in the fridge that they, they could just go grab. Come on now. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 you're not wrong. But um, yeah, I don't want to physically make them have to do anything more considering they're being so generous with their time to do an interview. Very fair, very fair.
I uh, just wanted to point out real quick the biggest disappointment for me about the whole uh, Ishii and evil thing was the fact that that was what Ishii had for Wrestle Kingdom. I was like, because that dude deserves so much better. Tomohiro Ishii is like one of my favorites. So like to, that that was a bummer. Um, that said, Kieran, what is one of or a couple of your favorite matches ever it could be new japan it could be really any any company but like what really sticks out sticks out to you as like your favorite matches as a fan uh one of them so i've been to luckily enough to be going uh, lucky enough to have gone to japan four times and the first time i went was uh, for the g125 um and the final night of a block was tanahashi versus aj styles mm. and the winner would go on to the finals um and i think both of them have said they think of it as one of if not their best match uh and it was my first new japan show as well and i'd never experienced anything like it so i always have such high i i, I think of that memory so much um and hold it in such high regard but in terms of just something i've not been there for in person it's probably uh i love yoshiro takayama versus kenta uh i couldn't tell you the date or year or anything but basically kenta is in his prime being a little dickhead uh just winding up the veterans being as much of a prick as he can and um takayama has enough and just starts throwing punches and like kneeing him in the face and it's very brutal but it's like 13 14 minutes it's just a sprint of a car crash and it's just absolutely it's like one of the things i would show to people when they say uh why do you like wrestling it's not real and i'll be like just take 10 minutes and watch this please it's funny you bring that up because sometimes i've told this story on like different podcasts and stuff but like <clears throat> sometimes i'll get a random message from like a girl i'm dating or something and they'll be like hey i'm watching Monday night raw like this is you like this <laughs> and i'm like well no like because I'm, I'm like you here and i I've, i only watch the WWE pay-per-views and that's just so i have some sort of idea of what's going on at the company but i haven't watched raw and i couldn't tell you how long same with smackdown but it's one of those things where like it's 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 interesting from like a casual perspective or just like not even casual just anybody who doesn't really know much about wrestling everyone associates wrestling with WWE like they would like McDonald's and fast food and like Coca-Cola and, and soda and all that stuff. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's interesting hearing you say that just cause I've been through it myself where it's like, it's like, yeah, I, I love wrestling, but like, that's not really what I'm talking about. Like <laughs> if you watch new Japan, I, I tell people watch, watch TBS on Wednesdays. That's really more kind of what I like, uh, mm -hmm. new Japan, independent stuff, IWTV, like GCW. And like that's the stuff I'm always pushing people towards. And then every now and then someone will hit me up and be like, dude, you actually like wrestling? I'm watching on Monday right now. And I'm like, dude, that that's not the same thing as what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, it's so much easier to sometimes avoid the conversation than having to explain, like, you know, WWE, yes, but there's also thousands and other wrestlers and hundreds of different promotions that are doing so much better stuff than this billion dollar company. Yeah, I was um what one of the kids was asking me. Like, oh, do you watch, do you like WWE, AEW? I was like, you know, there's like a thousand promotions out there that I have to write about and cover and everything. <laughs> there, There's really, there's so much wrestling out there. There is something for everybody. And yeah, if you try to explain to people uh, that, WWE, that WWE is wrestling, it's a, it's a long conversation, a very long conversation. Kieran, let the people know where they can find you at. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at KieranRH2 because new japan suspended my first one and uh of course and you can so, okay 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 I, I do have to, sorry to cut you off i gotta ask like did they just hit you with the dmca and then that's just like it you don't have any type of retort or anything like i don't yeah. know how that works but i know a lot of people have been hit with it yeah so you get uh like strikes and it will take down your content and you can dispute it but it's nigh on impossible to 
actually do so. Uh, but, you know, it's pretty fair, to be honest, in that you get so many before they suspend your Twitter account. So I had gotten quite a few, and I was like, okay, I don't want to lose my Twitter account. I've got a good following here. I've worked hard to get this. Let me stop posting stuff from New Japan World. So I was posted, and the, the, the final straw that broke the camel's back is I posted a screenshot of backstage comments, which I took from YouTube. And TV Asahi hit me for that and said I took it from New Japan World, which really pissed me off, obviously, um, <laughs> because, you know, the subtitles look different. It's all different. It's very clearly taken from YouTube, not from New Japan World. Um, and, you know, I responded to Twitter and said, look, there's clearly proof. Here's a link to the video from their website. Here's a link to the video from YouTube. And uh, like six, eight months later, I didn't hear back. So I responded to my query and it was like, your case has been closed. Um, <laughs> you're not getting your Twitter back, basically. So, yeah. They, I know they have been big sticklers on that and it's pissed off a lot of people. And I don't think that's helped them in terms of like growth in America. Now they post their own <laughs> gifts and stuff, but they're a little behind on it. And it's so weird to me because like the Osprey Ricochet stuff blew up so big. And that was what introduced a lot of people to New Japan. So for them to go about and do this, and Rocky Romero said like, or and Kevin Kelly had been like, you know, we're working on it. We want to make this correct. And then like nothing really kind of came of that. I imagine it's way above their pay grades. Yeah, they are. I, I've spoken to them guys myself and some others, and they are working on it to be fair. But I think the, the cogs just move slowly in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's unfortunate because usually you wake up, you see all these gifts from New Japan and they, they're just they're not there anymore uh all right apologies go ahead and <laughs> let everyone know where they can find you at kieran yeah uh, at kieran rh2 again and then uh for wrestling it's at wrestle in i double n and yeah we've got uh we have daily features almost and then we've got a couple of podcasts we've got noob japan myself and then ryan dilbert has flight of five where he will have a guest on and they'll just talk about a variety of wrestling topics and pick their top five whether it's you know their favorite wrestlers or something as silly as uh their favorite performances from wrestlers in the films is a recent one. And of course, you know, that's got guys like Roddy Piper on there for They Live and Andre the Giant for Princess Bride, of course. Everyone go go check it out, wrestlein.com. Go follow Kieran. Kieran, want to thank you for joining us here on the Creator Spotlight. Guys, we'll be back in just a moment. 